when you give your heart to the Lord, He changes you on your inside. And, and that should change your outside. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair and sit on your knees, for we have a story to tell you we're still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. I'm Henry Moses. And I'm Gabriel Moses. We are super happy to be here, and thank you for joining us wherever you might be. Wherever you may be. How's your week? It is dynamic. Lots of stuff all over the moving place. parts and lots of moving parts, lots of things, good and bad, good and challenging. Yeah, it's quite, a, quite a time, quite a week. It is quite a week. Easy to feel a little who? Easy to feel a little yeah. doubt. And feeling, then feeling doubt. Yeah, have doubt. Yeah, doubt, doubts hit me a time or two. Oh, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do it all? Get all this stuff done. Mm. The biz, the busyness mm-hmm. of business, the busyness of home life, all mm-hmm. of it. I'm like, I feel a little weighty. Yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of moving parts. A lot of. Let's see, we had a your your wifey, mm-hmm. my sister-in-law, and then both of our sister mm-hmm. went to walk to Emmaus this last weekend, and so yes, that was. That was eventful. So you had the kids, I think, by yourself. Or? I did. Yeah. Some of them, some, my three went over to their mom's for the weekend. And then her, Carrie's three were with their dad some of the time and with me some of the time. So it was the juggle mm-hmm. of walk to Emmaus and kids. Mm-hmm. And, but the, the fun of that is just the, one-on-one time with those yeah. with her three and then uh but also going to the walk a few times checking it out mm-hmm. gotta be a little secretive serving up there gotta be extremely secretive yeah it's a secretive kind of a thing uh-huh. i know sean jenny's husband was did, does not like the secretive <laughs> <laughs> He's basically not sw- many people do sworn off the idea of going just because it is secretive. The whole thing, which which when before I was getting ready to go, I made fun of it. I think I even called it a cult, cult on here. A cult. It oh, was yeah. all oh, yeah. lighthearted fun. I didn't oh, yeah. actually think it was a cult, or but I you know just picking and and uh, so I called it a cult. Having your fun with it. Just having fun with it. Yeah, if I'm gonna have to go and I'm gonna have to be shut off, then I'm mm-hmm. gonna have some fun with it before I go. But the whole idea is uh, the reason for the secrecy is to not ruin the surprise. What right. would you say? To not ruin someone else's. Yeah. Uh, as they experience the different parts of this walk, it's it's impactful. But but it's it's more impactful if you don't know what's going to happen. Like for instance, a movie. Sometimes people say, "Ooh, have you seen blah 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 movie?" And if you haven't seen it, they and they highly recommend it. What I personally do is I won't watch a preview. I won't let them tell me anything. I'm like, so you're saying it's a really good movie and worth my time? They say yes, yes. You have mm-hmm. to watch this. I can't believe you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. 
on occasion, I just, I'm like, don't tell me anything. I kind of want to let this be mm-hmm. whatever it be. Mm-hmm. And with no knowledge. And then, crazy. It, and then it, then it, it's like even more interesting for that time period that you're watching because you don't know anything. You know nothing. <laughs> Man, I, I can take, I will take Christ on faith, but movies I will not take on faith. Well, it depends on who's saying it. If you get uh, someone who you know is knows you, you've you've steered me, steered me pretty good, so I trust you. If you say, yeah, right. Plus, See, you know me. That's the idea. I know you, but I also know if there's going to be something in there that's going to make you go, uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't agree with that. Yeah, I'm gonna not say yes. Watch it. Don't watch a preview. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I, well, I tend to be pretty particular, and you've gotten a lot more particular over the years too. But I, I tend to get a little anal. I'm pretty as particular. far as the agenda. Like, is there uh-huh. anything agenda? Give me no agenda. I'm out. Yeah, give me a straight movie. Yeah. No agenda. I don't need your. I don't. No, need your. I don't hardly watch anything anymore because it's nothing but agenda. All right. But anyway, that's all off track from what we were actually talking about. Funny. But I, I do like to have a preview. I like to have a I like to have a preview or at least give me some kind of idea of what we're gonna be. I know God, what was the movie? I think my my ex had me watch a movie. Well, maybe it was Moulin Rouge or something aye, like that. Aye, aye. And it was a musical, which mm-hmm. I don't like musicals. Uh, the only musical I do like is is the Hugh Jackman. The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so good. But the way they did the songs, one, it's not just nothing but singing, which the the one she recommended was. It was horrendous. <laughs> Horrible. I mean, within I can't within two minutes, that. I was trying to find a way to ask without getting in trouble. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so rather than saying, how long is this? Or rather than saying, <laughs> I don't like this movie, I said... I said, how long is this movie? Uh, it was very non-smooth. <laughs> and she just, yeah, I got stink eye because she had really wanted me to watch it. It was horrible. That stinking show was nothing. Got, it was nothing wonder. but singing. Period. There was no break with some monologue. Every line that was no, said was saying, yes, it is. I've seen the movie. Nope. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. There's a one lot with, of singing. No, I'm telling you, go watch it. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I've already it. seen it. I said that. I've yeah. seen it. You're yeah. not listening. I no, saw that. There's no monologue. Yeah, there is. No. You're, you're no. so dramatic. There is no monologue in it. Nobody's perfect, folks. No. You heard it here first. I'm telling you. There's no <laughs> monologue. I was shocked that they were able to tell this whole story. You're talking about the one with Renee Zellweger, right? No. Okay, then it's not Moulin Rouge. I can't remember. This what the was the one with Nicole Catherine Zeta Jones, Nicole Kidman. You're oh no, no, yeah. So we're talking Chicago, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I did not okay. see that. It was had. Um, I think Catherine Zeta Jones was in it, and Renee. But it, I'm telling you, it was. And a person's got to be aware. I was shocked. You can't ask a dude to watch certain movies. No, it's not fair. The the Greatest Showman, they had, um, they had they. Had plenty of monologue first. The story was really good. The The Chicago one was really bad. Stupid mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. It was famous, but it was stupid. Um, and 
the way they would sing their songs in The Greatest Showman, mm-hmm. it was like they were having a conversation while they were singing it. It wasn't just yeah. singing a song. The hills are No, nah, that was a pretty neat one. This, you know, whatever. Like, we just got to break into a song all of a sudden. That's <laughs> stupid. Nobody does that. <laughs> so they did a job. Like, I love the negotiating back and forth. That's one of my favorites. It was like, clever. So clever, the way they're singing yeah. the parts back and forth. Funny. I mean, really good. It was really funny. good. So that's the only one I like. And maybe The Sound of Music because it's such a classic. Yeah. But that being said, I tried to watch it not very long ago. I was like, Mm-mm. yeah, the sound of music is a good one. Too much singing though. But but yeah. So anyway, the back to the walk to Emmaus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, okay, so try. Yeah, so you go in there without I do knowing like, yeah. a bunch of stuff, and you just let the which Lord, I have let, decided let, let the Lord work on you. That's right. I'm gonna tell one thing about the walk to Emmaus for anybody that listens on this podcast. Are you nervous? I ain't saying nothing on this. You can ruin it if you want. That one thing is that it's a secret, and I can't tell you anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, gosh, he just don't get it. It's a secret. It's a secret. And I can't y'all. tell you. That's right. That's, That's what you get. That's what you get for trying to get a secret out of us. You ain't getting no secret here. We're, we're, we're a vault. Mm-hmm. You got to go. Go experience it. Get someone to get someone to sponsor you. Yeah. Go be a pilgrim. I had a I had a friend of mine right before I was going to go. Tell me she would tell me anything I wanted to know. <laughs> I was like, that ain't no friend. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're about to ruin it for me. Even though I did want to know. But I still I'm, di- I'm like, dying to know yeah. which friend this is. Is it somebody I know? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh, Carrie from church. The female Carrie. What? Yeah, I'm gonna talk to her. Yeah, we gonna she have said words. She would tell me anything I wanted to know. I'm be like Carrie. You I can't said, no. do that. I no, I couldn't believe it. You can't do. You know you can't do that. Scripture memory, memory verses. I tell you, it's a memory challenge. Verses. You know what's neat about it? Uh. My kids all they go to. Uh, Christian. I school. think about that while I'm and they, I actually think about what you're about to say. Go ahead. They have to memorize verses regularly. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them. And these are key verses that are life changers. If you yes. if you memorize that verse and pull it out whenever Satan's attacking you in that certain area where that verse applies, then it's just such a defense against Satan the way That's he does right. the way he does you. And so it does make me Think about well, yeah. they can do it. The little six-year-old, eight-year-old, tens and elevens and twelves, yeah. they can do it all day. Anything long. they can do, we can do better. better. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So you want to go first or me? Yeah, I'll go first. I'll say uh, last week was so I did Philippians four four through seven, and you know you and I were talking about it a little bit before this, but I do. I, it is. I want to make sure I don't forget. The ones I've already memorized, like just because I did it for the show mm-hmm. doesn't mean that. So I'm trying to everyone that I memorize at least some point through the week, go through and say the new one and every other one. So I'm going to jot them down and maybe, I don't know, maybe at the end of the 52 weeks, we'll just have a show where we see if we can remember Dude, all the. No. 
Well, that's the idea. It's You're not going to. We wouldn't take the whole. That would take more than an hour to do. I mean, we don't have to talk about each one, but just just see. Like, well, I'll, we'll have flashcards. My brain don't work that good, I'll tell you that. I'm just going to keep rolling through them. I'm going to keep rolling through We start them. getting 20 weeks keep into this, through. it's going to get hefty. Yeah. Hefty. Yeah. And, and my goal is to memorize the Sermon on the Mount before the end of the year. So I'm like, whoo. Well, then that'll cover a whole big old section of them right there. I mean, technically. Okay, fire away. After verse after fire away. verse. All right. So last week I did Philippians 4, 4 through 7. This week I'm doing Matthew 12, 33 and 34. Hit Either make the tree good and its fruit good. This is coming from Christ. Or make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm. And Jesus is, man, I tell you, I was just walking up, kind of memorizing it, walking up and down the hall. And uh, boy, it was just hitting me. I thought, man, God, I want my fruit to be good. Yeah. I want to make, I want my tree to be good fruit, produce good fruit, mm. you know? And I, and I think it just drove me to repentance for just even little things. Yeah. Even little that. things, you know, Ash Wednesday was yesterday and it started yesterday. I'm not Catholic, but I do like to, to observe the lead up mm-hmm. to Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I do like to give up something and we, you and I've kind of talked about that's personal, but, mm-hmm. but, uh, Excited about that, and and uh, just excited to to pursue holiness. Yeah. And so thinking about that, I mean, thinking about how Jesus is talking to these these men that were quote unquote religious men, Pharisees. He's yeah. talking to the Pharisees, mm-hmm. and they had just finished attributing the work that Christ had done to the devil, Satan, saying that it was works of Satan. And that's how he, I mean, that's how he dressed them. How can you, how can you speak good when you were evil? You tell them the religious leaders of the time, you're evil. Mm-hmm. And there are plenty of religious leaders nowadays that are evil. Yeah. That will get the same thing. Yeah. And man, we're out trying to serve the Lord. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be Mr. Evil. No. I want my fruit to bear good fruit to bless those around me, to be sacrificial. And I just, you know, man, I'm telling you, just memorizing the scripture, and I'll just make this last thought, but it humbles your heart. I mean, you're just sitting there regurgitating scripture over and over again, and it just... Even Jesus did that. That's so good. He, He combated all evil with the word. He would quote the Bible. Of course, then his quotes became part of the Bible, but he would quote the word that was given constantly and and i notice you notice like saying stuff out loud saying verses out loud is so profoundly different than saying it in your head if you yeah. say verse out loud if you quote the bible out loud there's a yeah. power in that that's yeah, a good point a that is what i was doing i was kind of verbally out loud yeah it's just different sometimes i get in my head and everything's rattling around in my brain, and I get discouraged until I start to speak out loud yeah. stuff. 
I'll just randomly out loud cut the silence and go, Gabe, what are you doing? Out loud, I'm all alone in my wherever room of the house or wherever I'm at. Gabe, what are you doing? You're okay. And then you can, of course, you can take it a step further by saying, no greater love hath a man than to lay down his life for his friend. Yeah. Did that apply to my mind being scrambled? No, not really, but I'm mm-hmm. quoting the Bible. Mm-hmm. Of course, even better if you can quote a scripture that has something to do with it. The Lord has not given me a spirit mm-hmm. of fear, but of love, power, and sound mind. I'm like, oh, there we go. There we go. Don't let that mind run yeah. off with itself. You're right. Verbalizing it. Say it out loud. Yep. Getting it out there audibly. It does. It, it's it powerful. It drives you to out loud. in humility. Yes. I mean, it just humbles you. You're and it's like Bible. a blanket. Yeah. It's like a warm blanket on a freezing night. Mm-hmm. You know, it just covers you. Yeah. You just feel yourself be covered when you verbally quote the scripture. Especially the King James version of it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to do mine. Again, <clears throat> nobody's perfect, just like you just uh, said. Nobody's perfect. I do have an appreciation for it, but <laughs> no, I knew from way before I was an adult, the second dad has no say so, I'm out of the King James. <laughs> Out in my mind, the King James was all that existed. Yeah, I didn't, and I heard Mom say the NIV, but um, or the L was it the NIV? It was the NIV. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, I believe that the King James was basically that's it. That's the Bible. That's it. So okay, mine is Deuteronomy thirty-one, verse six. The duped. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For the Lord your God is with you, goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And at that moment... Do you know that that's one of your wife's favorite scriptures? Of her five? That did she, not know that. That's one of the five. No way. That she, I could swear to it. I'm almost positive. Well, you're going to have to fact check it. That would be yeah, I cool. got the notes in here. That would be crazy. In fact, I I know that was one of them. It's pretty power. I can't believe it. we got to check yeah. that. We'll have fun checking that. But all right. So, well, I don't know what detail I need to give. Or you can just listen, to listen this episode this week. And yeah, you'll know. Yeah, I mean, it was just neat in that one because the the children of Israel were about to go into the land of the Philistines yeah. to get the land of milk and honey, and God's like, no, you don't need to have it all planned out. You don't need to be afraid of the size of them or afraid of what you're going up against because I go with you. Mm-hmm. I go with you. Calm down. I, the one who took you out of Egypt, the one who fed you manna, you know, the one the one who healed you and you looked at the, the cross and the serpent, if just to look on it, mm-hmm. that's me. That's me. I'm with you. Don't be afraid. And I wonder how many times we have to be told, don't be afraid. Yeah. yeah. Don't no be what. afraid. Don't be yeah. heavy laden. I am with you. And I, I, we have to be, I have to personally be told that a hundred times a day, it seems like. Yep. Don't be afraid mm-hmm. of the future. The future comes. The future cometh. That's the way it feels. Mm-hmm. Future's coming. I can't do anything about it. 
But yet, he's constantly having to remind us simple humans yeah. not to be afraid. But it feels like that this week. I mean, this really has been quite the week. Mm-hmm. And it kind of feels that way now. And uh, and tonight I'm speaking at an amazing event. And uh, that's kind of the the gist of what I'm talking about is is the keeping your your sight keep your eyes on, on the him. on the end goal on the prize at the end yo peter not on everything that's going on around you mhm but on the end goal that the lord has called us to yeah to the end the, the prize is not now there may be some prizes here and there but the prize at the end mm-hmm. when you hear well done my good and faithful servant Trust the Lord in everything you're doing now. Yeah. Even if you serve, you know, experience persecution, whatever, trust the Lord as well for your life and that that will be fulfilled and walk forward in confidence in it. The more I'm able to, to walk in that, <clears throat> excuse me, the, I just, I don't worry too much. Yeah. Not to say I don't get frustrated or whatever, mm-hmm. which I work on that stuff too, but. I just I don't I don't run around worrying too much. Yeah, yeah. That hadn't always been the case with Gabe. If, let me ask you something: If we love Jesus and profess Him as our Lord and Savior, we all take the walk of sanctification, and somewhere along the way, we get pretty good at controlling what we let creep out through our mouths, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe we get better at controlling what we look at or blowing the horn when someone makes us angry. But what about the inside? Is it a problem if the inside doesn't match the outside? And if so, where do we go from there? Mm. That's a lot of... That's a big picture stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's big picture. Cause you're, so you're basically saying... So you learn how to put on the appearance of a clean heart. Yeah, and I think out of good intent, you know, the intent, I think you, yeah, you know, we become new creatures and we love the Lord. We want to be better. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think it's, I mean, there are times admittedly like, if we're going to get down to it, when I'm in front of people, I sure don't want to have bad witness. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a bad witness. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll, I mean, I may let a swear word fly at home with nobody around. Yeah. That, or even inside, <coughs> even in my mind, that, that I won't, won't let rip in front of people. Right. Right. My reasoning is, <clears throat> my reasoning is, I don't want to. I don't want to be a bad witness. Yeah, you're. It's it's scary the thought of misleading right. someone or to leading them astray by your bad actions mm-hmm. as a Christian. I I think. I mean, is that? I guess the first thing we have to ask is, is that even a bad thing? I think it's a human thing. Yeah. I think it's a. I think it's a human thing in. We're just we're on a walk here, in this life we're on a walk. Yeah. 
And where each person is on that walk is just a bit dependent on between them and God. Mm-hmm. God knows where each person sure. is, and the and we Not know about perfection. He knows yeah. he we know he approaches us where we are, but the desire is to be perfect. That's you're not trying to sit here and go, okay, I just accept my stuff as acceptable. My sin is mm-hmm. acceptable. No, my sin's not acceptable to me. And sometimes that can drive me crazy knowing, well, what can I do? I can't ever be perfect, but I want my heart to be right with God all the time. Yep. And there's a saying, what you do when no one's watching is who you are. And Integrity. I love yep. that saying because it, boy, it cuts to the chain, right through to the bone, to the quick. What you do when no one's watching is is a good reflection of who you are. And um, I, 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 I have pretty, I would say I'm pretty far down the road on doing physically the right thing. But then in my heart, and in my, or in my mind especially, mm-hmm. and occasionally in my heart, my, it's hard to control the thoughts. Yeah. The thoughts that creep up when something goes wrong. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Or, well, you know, are the and, and then there's the debate: Is it are the thoughts that creep up? Are they Satan's temptations, demonic mm-hmm. temptations, or are they your own thoughts? To me, I I think it's somewhere in between. I definitely think that Satan's. Walking around like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour, mm-hmm. um, and Satan is wants to try to silence us. The best way to do that is to get us to commit a sin, which creates separation between us and God. Mm-hmm. Our salvation doesn't ride on it because we'll never be perfect. But, <clears throat> but I mean, walking around in anger. Well, you sure ain't running around close to God when you're walking right. in anger. Looking at pornography, you're sure ain't close to. You're sure not going to be close to God when you do that. You're not in the spirit. Um, stealing, you know, uh, lying, sitting there telling lies. Whatever the case may be, you're not. You're not. You're not going to. And it's what you meditate on. What are you meditating on? Yeah. It's funny. I got Carrie and I had a slight little um, disagreement this mm-hmm. morning. Not even a disagreement. But we just weren't on the same page before the kids went to school. Yeah. And um, I was a little frustrated. I didn't talk. We, we Literally, only a couple of words were spoken, but we were both kind of staring at each other like, yeah. excuse me. That's crazy. What was that? You're, neither one of you are strong-headed at all. I can't imagine. I know. How could this happen? How could that ever happen? Yeah. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it do happen. And so she took the kids to school. And I went down and I was just looking at a little bit of TikTok. And I make sure to always click thumbs up on Billy Graham videos and watch them all the way through so that it keeps on coming through my feed. I, I, that ha- That's a must. So a Billy Graham video pops on. And I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. I was frustrated. Billy Graham video pops on. And I felt the Lord's conviction in my heart that... Um, that I wanted, that I was, that my heart was not in the right place. Mm-hmm. I had just woken mm-hmm. up 10, 15 minutes before 
And so nothing, nothing was lined up. I didn't have myself in the spirit at that moment. I was kind of caught off guard and frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I watched that video, and I felt convicted immediately. I'm like, okay, you knew you need to get in the Lord. Getting that inner. You need to get in the out. Lord. Yeah. Yes, this ain't about your ability to walk yourself out of yeah. this, or you would be mad for at least yeah, a couple yeah. of hours. But I felt the conviction hit instantly, and I was like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for convict my heart to not be angry at my wife, who I adore, who we have so much fun and laughs mm-hmm. together. But at that moment, I was like, mm-mm, that don't fly. And I felt convicted immediately. But it's it's the idea of preparation against Satan. I, he is seeking to whom he may devour. And he is wanting to switch you onto a different train track. Just like that, he can do it. And then you're stuck there unless you do something to bring yourself back. To get the innards in line. It's all about where is our heart at? What are we meditating on? Mm-hmm. If I had have meditated on my anger in that situation, I'd, be, I'd have been stuck in it possibly to this moment. Mm. But... Things that I've done and things that have God has done, having that little video mm-hmm. pop up like that, set a guard against mm-hmm. Satan. Putting safeguards in place. Safeguards in place. That's a that's a great point. I think the I think the, I mean, you kind of start out what I call white knuckling it. Mm-hmm. Um and that's not necessarily in the moment, I mean, you may have to because self discipline is one of the fruits of the spirit, right? So <laughs> So yeah. a little bit of it is kind of white knuckling or yes. self discipline, but yep. you can't continue to do it by yourself. Have the wisdom to okay, I'm gonna bite my tongue. I got nothing good to say at the moment. The best I can do is bite my tongue. Yes, do some praying to get there. But inside, I ain't feeling it. Me and this sucker ain't jiving right now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know one of the one of the. To go along with that, and I love that. One of the biggest problems I always tell tell everybody or anybody that I've talked to about my marriage, why it fell apart. I, I wasn't perfect. She wasn't perfect. Two imperfect people. Yeah. I absolutely believe each person was trying with everything they had in them to make it work. Her and I. Mm-hmm. Or her and me, or she and me, however that's supposed to be phrased. And she and I. We're trying. Well, you say it, and I'm not going to give it Or she and thee. So we were, we, were, we were both trying really hard. My try was by praying, talking to the Lord, knowing I didn't have what it took. Her trying was pure white knuckling it. She didn't have, didn't grow up with the relationship and with the Lord that I did. Uh-huh. Didn't have an understanding of him, really. And uh, and so she would try really hard by white-knuckling it, and it would fall apart. Mm. And But I know she was giving it everything she had. You can only white-knuckle it for so long. And for those of you that don't know, that are listening, maybe don't know what, <coughs> excuse me, what not white-knuckling is, just imagine yourself hanging on to something really hard. You're just gripping the heck out of it, hanging on for dear life, and your knuckles kind of start to get white. 
because you're gripping so tight the blood goes out of them, your knuckles get white, and you're (laughs) (laughs) being on a, you know, imagine you're hanging over a cliff and you're hanging onto a bar, you're gonna be gripping the daylights out of that sucker. So it's a desperate act. Just it's just a desperate act. You know, trying to try it as hard as you can. Um, so I, I kind of call it white knuckling, but Gabe, Matthew twelve thirty four. 34, um, you know, I just got done quoting it, mm-hmm. but Jesus, Jesus speaks to, to the, to the Pharisees regarding blasphemy. He says, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So he kind of addresses the, we're going to, at some point express our mouth is going to express what's, what's in the heart. We may be able to keep that under control for a period of time. But after a while, it's going to come out. Which I think is one of the coolest things ever. Because isn't it the truth that we're trying to get to in life? Isn't it the truth that we're trying to get to with our relationships with Mm -hmm. people? The truth. And people are so good at telling a lie or hiding the truth or distorting the truth. Or embellishing the truth. And so it's like, what's the truth? The truth is the only thing that matters. And of course, the Bible says the truth will set set you free. The truth. And so I love that verse. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the the abundance of the heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it's like, what's in there will come out. What's abundant? It's not to suggest that the heart is perfect. But what's abundant in our hearts? Whatever. What's abundant in our heart? God. Good or bad. And his will? Or is what's abundant in our heart anger? Or is what's abundant in our heart selfishness? Yeah. All these, because it's going to come out at some it's point. Come no out. matter how hard we try. And then to go along with it, Matthew five twenty eight, Jesus says, if we even look at a woman with lust, because we know, right, adultery is a sin, right? Yeah. But Jesus says, if you even look at a woman with lust... We've committed adultery where? In In our hearts hearts already. Amen. It's a heart issue. Where is where is the heart? We can only we can only do the white knuckling stuff for so long before whatever's gonna come out of our heart. In the same way, the more our hearts are filled with with God, with the love of the Lord, with prayer. The more our fruits, kind of like Matthew twelve thirty three was talking about, the more our fruits are going to show. Our fruits are going to show. Mm-hmm. Whatever fruit is, whatever, whether it's a good tree or a bad tree that's in our hearts, that fruit's going to show. If you see somebody that can take a, a tongue lashing and respond righteously, mm-hmm. to me, Gabe, there's no higher impact. Or maybe a physical lashing, I guess, and still respond in love. Might, right. be, might be a higher impact. But, man, we don't like our pride getting hurt and, and getting getting a tongue lashing. It, it, it'll, it'll, it'll work up that pride. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to stand and, and let it be about God and let your response be righteous. Yeah. Whether, and this isn't just to... People around us. I mean, this could be to your spouse at home. I've heard of marriages being changed because one of the spouses submitted their their life to God, and 
and the witness of that, the way they responded, Tony Evans being a, a great one. Um, next thing you know, the spouse is getting saved. Yeah. Crying, bawling. Mm-hmm. Or it may take years. But our whole our whole life is to represent the Lord well. And we can only white knuckle it for so long. White knuckling it is tough. Yeah, and that's where you, you look at it and you go, okay. We start, we, we're we kind of talking about starting yeah. from the outside and working our way in. Mm-hmm. Our The outside being our physical actions. And yeah, it's not a bad. Showing each other yeah. how, you know, I'm going to. I'm going to get on my knees and pray. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see me at church physically. There you see me. You're going to see me witnessing to somebody. There you see me. You're going to see me be kind when someone's mean to me. There you see me. So, But then it talks about the matters of the heart. And it's like, okay, so we're working from the outside mm-hmm. in. But we know that when you give your heart to the Lord, he changes you on your inside. And, and that should change your outside. Mm-hmm. And I, so I kind of like, you know, when people go to get buy a house, they usually start with the realtor who sends them to the lender. Yeah. Well, it should be the other way around. <laughs> they should start with the lender and get their financing in order. That's funny. I bet, and then I bet if there's any realtors the, listening to this, they're probably like, no. Just start with us. They should start with the lender, though, because that's right. the first thing you need oh, financing. I mean, I get the logic, but, you know. Realtors are like, no, we'll 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 handle it. We'll get you to the <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> if there's a realtor list, then they're like, nah, man, <laughs> I can't get on board with you on that one. But, I, but it's I, the trick. I get it's the way it should be. That's the correct order. So yeah, I'm, yeah. On on uh, on the way it should, I'm like, okay, so we know that the heart is deceptive, mm-hmm. and unto it, death, to, unto death. But I also, I'm like, okay, so. But we know we're changed from the inside out, and that should dictate our whole actions once we bring the Lord into our lives and ask him and invite him to correct us. And so I'm like, you get you get corrected on the inside, and then the outside changes. So there's both sides of this. Yeah. It seems like both are true. We know we have to use self-discipline, the fruits of the Spirit, self-discipline yeah. to do it sometimes and white-knuckle it when needed. But then, of course, the change should happen on the inside, yeah. right? It's got to be a combination because there's just only so long. And I and I think, brother, I think that's one of the one of the you know, at least in Western society, people don't really look fondly on Christianity as a whole. And I kind of wonder if it doesn't have a little bit to do with white knuckling. Mm-hmm. If we're not running around, I mean, I mean, basically, to keep from white knuckling, you have to be, you have to submit yourself, or more specifically, that area of your life to the Lord, wholly, mm-hmm. willing to give all and lose all. So if we're not, if we're running around not submissive to the Lord, which seems to be what a lot of the fruit in America is, yeah, or in Western society in general. Um, I think people can see that. I mean, it's not really a sincere walk. It's not really a sincere, it's not, people can see fake. And we can, <clears throat> I think we can be fake without meaning to be fake. 
Mm-hmm. We're trying. It's not that we don't love the Lord, but we're not submitting ourselves. So we're not true. We're not reflecting the image of God well. Mm-hmm. And people can see that. They're like, no, he says the right things. But when I look at that person, when I look at him, when I look at her, I don't see it. I don't see the actions. You know, you were you were talking about um, how the podcast isn't convicting you on some things, and uh, and it's speaking to you, which is the way it should. Be. Oh yeah, our last podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's speaking to you. I mean, I do think. I mean, I I kind of carry a burden of that. Like, man, I don't want to be that guy that gets up there and preaches, teaches, speaks the word of God, but does not do. But then it's not seen. Like on the outside, do I put on an image on the outside that that I'm not living on the inside? Mm-hmm. Which I can honestly say, no, that's not me now. Mm-hmm. Although I I very much see how far I have to go, but I'm grateful for it. My heart is becoming more and more submitted by the day. I I don't want to be me. Yeah. I don't want to reflect me. Yeah. I want to reflect God. And the only way we're going to do that, I can't of my own ability reflect God well. I stink at it. Again, we've brought up the the scripture many times, your righteousness is filthy rags in the nostrils of God. Mm -hmm. That's the best we can do is our righteousness. That's the best I can do. That's all I got. If I do everything perfect, I stink still. I just can't reflect God well. I'm, I'm awful. But if I submit to him, and I allow him to take over the inside and to truly make new my whole inside, then I, and look, I mean, I don't know. What do you think about this? Like if you, if there's an area in your life where something triggers you, can you be, are you truly submitted to God in that area? You know, or if somebody pricks you. How hard do we want to be right, about this? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, do we want to be what people would call uh, religious I'm like okay I always look at it this way if, which we've talked about how bad that annoys I know it's both. annoying yeah. it's annoying because no we're not being religious we're saying the truth the yeah. truth that how deep do you want to go with God I, and and religious to me just comes in when you're trying to use it to judge people tr- to yeah. put yourself above them then you're religious but other than that this is accountability to become closer with God, mm. walk with Christ, let the Holy Spirit minister and design your path. This is accountability. So I'm like, let's get real here. But we've gotten away from that. But I mean, the whole accountable thing we've gotten away from. People are, well, I'm spiritual. I'm not religious. I'm, you know, it's just a way to pat yourself on the back, make yourself feel better. When you judge somebody. But no, 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 when the, no, people saying we shouldn't judge each other. Yes, we should. The Bible says we should. Oh, right. You just want to feel better about sinners. We can't judge sinners. God is close as you could. But yes, like it's the whole, it's the whole, I mean, that's why Christianity has just fallen weak. But you don't see that. I mean, you don't see that in third world countries. You don't see that in Africa. Um, All these, all these different types of places where, where your faith might get you killed. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I mean, you either are all in or you're all out. Yeah. Because you're all in could get you killed. You got a real decision. You're all to in make. could get you raped. 
you're all in, uh, could get your child, your children taken for and sold to sex slavery. I mean, it's bad news bears. Yeah. What can happen? But you, you either got to be all in or all out. Yeah. And I think here, Western society, we're so comfortable. We're just, it's harder. It's harder. I mean, it's, it's, we don't see the war around us. There's still a war, but it's, it's, we've set, described it before. It's this lullaby. Right. Rockabye Christian in the treetop. <laughs> when the wind blows, your sin will you rot or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> will rot. Will will you rot? <laughs> you know, but, but it's just oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your nice little sleepy, I'll sleep, little Christian sleep. Yeah, you know? right. And you just no. rotten to the core. No, nothing real sobering about it. Your insides are, I mean, it has to be deliberately addressed. It has to be consciously, deliberately addressed. Again, there is grace. I don't want to forget about the grace, and I'm not trying no, we're to. We're not. We're not. But, but man, does it reflect Accountability. On yeah. And it's, again, it's a, it's a, it's the sanctification process. It is a process, you know, but anyway. I like it with the with the idea that because we should get into you know on this discussion. Okay, all right, all right. Getting beat up pretty hard about matters of my heart, and I'm wondering. Okay, well, I feel like a big loser because my my heart has some evil matters to deal with. But there should be. We should get into. All right. How do you be? How can you speak good when you are evil? <laughs> how, how do we? How, how do we approach this subject of? Mm-hmm. All right. I've gotten real good at showing everybody that I'm a Christian, but in my own heart, how do I deal with these thoughts of sin? And I, you can go for. It. You got thoughts on that? Yeah. I think the way we look at it, to me, brother, it's how do you look at it? Do you look at it as, oh, God, it's so hard. It's it's this, or I deserve to stand up for myself or all this stuff. Or uh, I, was, I used to think, well, I deserve one vice. Right. right. I, deserve I deserve one, one vice. I deserve, or, I deserve one vice. Where, how I've started looking at it lately that's helped me a ton is, yes, this is where I stink. Yes, this is where I stink, uh-huh. you know. Yes, thank you, Lord, for showing it to me. Thank you, Lord, for helping me to see it. I want to be more like you. Yeah. I want to serve you well. I hate that I am so bad at it. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to love you more. Mm-hmm. You know, I want it to be less of me. What? How's, how's your favorite, your, your scripture? He about? must become more and I must become less. Yes. I'm stated by John the Baptist, right? Yep. So I think that's got to be your shift change. I mean, it's it's really got to be. And it's not, you're never going to be perfect. I mean, it's never going to get holy there until we get home. But man, your your perspective, this I deserve, I deserve, I deserve. You You can be all you want to be. You can just the American dream, all that stuff. No, it's hard to get. That and the scripture to line up. Yeah, don't let the virus get you. Yeah, the scripture said the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. You know, he was walking about doing ministry and and was persecuted left and right. Um, 
I think being able to let go of yeah, you think about that. I'm like, this, that's because he knew his place, home, his true home was heaven. That's it. And then he, he saw he had no place to lay his head, so he actually had no home here. Yeah. He just roamed. Yeah, because his true place was heaven. Yeah, that's just crossed my mind. It's that that uh, Petra song. You remember Petra? Mm-hmm. So Petra. Oh, school. Well, we are not of this world. You remember that song? Mm-mm. Oh man, it's a good song. It's, it's like it, from the late seventies. I'll show you later, and I'll I'll post a I'll post a video up of it. I'll try to remember to put it on. Facebook. But basically, this is not our home. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it wasn't Jesus. I'm like, I, I love it. I'm I think like, that's yeah. I mean, that's the way we have to look at it. This is not our home. So why, our, why try to be fitting in it all yeah. the time? How can, I mean, your focus shifts, your inside, that's when it's going to start to change. You look at David, who's this, man, in some ways, brother, he was a horrible dude. Yeah. I mean, horrible. I, I don't know about you, but I've thought about it many times and thought, man, if that dude was the leader of America and I found out he did that, but the Bathsheba stuff, I mean, yeah, and then what he did to her husband, I mean, that, yeah. that's nasty. I mean, yeah. that is nasty. That's horrible. That's insanely Evil. bad. And so, but the Bible says he was Indicted. a man after God's own heart. I mean, he just he did recognize my inside stink. Mm-hmm. He did have a desire. I like. I think it's a great point that you made. I love that you're bringing up David because this feels like a losing battle, mm-hmm. the battle of the heart. Mm-hmm. It does feel. Uh, demoralizing yep. to think about well, what am I supposed to do I, this this seems to not ever end I can't conquer it I can't overcome it it's just going to be there but I love it because you're talking about King David which is such a prominent figure in the Bible and he should be he should be yep. he, but because because he won he did a lot of profound things I mean he took down Goliath he wrestled a bear. He wrestled a lion. You going to sneeze? Oh, okay. I thought you were about to sneeze. He, he wrestled all these uh, big beasts and did these amazing things. Mm-hmm. And then he ruled over the land. He cheats. He sees a beautiful naked woman and says, bring her to me. And they get together and he kills her husband, does all this stuff. And then repents. And tried to manipulate. I mean, all the manipulation that he pulled. All I mean, the manipulation to evil, get her. Evil stuff, yeah. But then then the Bible says, and this is the, the, the my point in this, yeah. is then the Bible says that he was a man after God's own heart, which is so encouraging, don't you think? Yeah. For us who feel demoralized yeah. by the by the matters of our heart and and having things in our heart that don't belong yeah, there, being G, G, God yeah. said David was a man after his own heart. Which one day we should get into a study of what exactly I wonder what God meant by that. Mm. Uh, to me, I just think his heart was for the Lord. His heart truly was for the Lord. For the That's Lord. what I think. And he and he was repentant. And he was repentant. You know, if you because I was thinking about that. In fact, I'm kind of speaking about that tonight, but. But in fact, I am speaking about that a little bit tonight. The difference I was—I got to thinking about the difference between him and Saul. Saul was the king before him. David mm-hmm. was the second king. Saul was the first king. And Saul was a pansy. I mean, if you're going to get down to it, that dude was the big, 
handsome pansy. <laughs> That's basically the way he the Bible describes him. I mean, he was a handsy. <laughs> and so uh, he hid when it was time to be nominated king. Oh. I mean, just a big old pansy. He hid from Goliath. He was, he was a punk. And, and, goodness, uh, goodness it's so bad. But this big warrior looking dude, but just, just no fight. And, uh, and then when he sinned, he would make excuses. I mean, he, he was, Samuel ends up lighting him up. Why didn't you do this? This is what the Lord, and he tried to say, I, he still was trying to say, I did do what God told me to do. This and that. And then Samuel called him out and was like, no, no. Okay. And he finally okay. said, ends up, oh, crap, you yeah. know. Whereas David, as soon as he gets addressed by the prophet about the sin he commits, he's broken. Yeah. Instantly. And that's the difference. Man, David's sin was every bit as mm. bad, if not worse, than what Saul. Mm. Except that David's heart was always for the Lord. Always for the Lord. Dancing he was in the repenting. He, he went and wept and prayed. And even when he lost his son over it, he worshiped the Lord afterwards. I like it because he was who he was. Yeah. He was himself. Because his wife didn't like him singing and dancing in the streets because he was the king and was supposed to be so, mm. so regal. Which, so by regal. the way, that was Saul's daughter. And uh, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, and then he he's like, I don't care if you like what I do. I'm going to dance and praise the Lord in oh, the yeah, streets. Oh, yeah, he called her out. I love it. I'm like, God. it seems like God can really work with someone who accepts who they are and who who is who they are, mm-hmm. who, you know, who doesn't try to be somebody they're not. Be who you are because God made you that way. David was who he was, and God could work with that. Yeah. And work with his heart and and shape him and hold him accountable. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a question we have to ask ourselves. Is our is our hearts for our hearts truly for the Lord? Mm-hmm. If they are, they'll change. Yeah. It will happen. You can't resist it. But if we're white knuckling it on the outside, you know. It's Henry you got some splaining to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. <laughs> so fun. That was a good one. That was well, a good one. Oh, hold on. We can't. As another thought. One more thought on this. Um, you look like you were about to take off your headphones. No, I'm just adjusting. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. Um, <clears throat> one more, one more thought for for this subject is just the idea that um, the the Bible does say to put on the whole armor of God daily, so that you may be able to withstand the fiery darts of the evil one. Mm-hmm. And so I. I do think as far as solutions go, one, I love what you're saying. This will happen. If your heart's for the Lord, these thoughts are going to cross your mind and into your heart, and you're going to have some stuff there to work with, work to deal with. But, but two, and God will work it out. Mm -hmm. He's with us. Mm -hmm. But two, putting on the full armor of God and look that up. Put on the full armor of God every day. It's a daily habit Mm -hmm. to get that you need to do. This will guard you from having to white knuckle it or from Satan's attacks that are going to be subtle that you may not recognize as they're happening. Some of these, some of his attacks are planned over the course of days, months, weeks, years. You know, you got to know that. Yeah. And, and putting on the armor of God every day. I just think people should have that as their screensaver on their phone. What the armor of God is, mm-hmm. belt of truth, shield, breastplate of righteousness, all the things. So, and 
do you know just yeah. do it yeah and and make it a discipline start the day that way you will help yourself out give yourself a helping hand by That's letting true. god be your hand helping hand all right uh quick quick spring cleaning whatever housekeeping housekeeping i think that's the right word for it uh do us a favor share the episode tell your friends about it uh share it on your social media get the word out get some get some uh talk the walk gear some ttw gear and uh i need a sweat i need a hoodie yeah 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 I can show you where to get one. I don't have the address right on me, the web address, but I'll get that for next time. <laughs> post uh, it on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. We'll post it up there. Uh, appreciate you who do listen and support. And uh, other than that, let's pray. Right, let's do it. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your goodness and your grace. Father, we pray that you help us with the struggle within. We pray that you ask us to help, or that you, that you help us to represent you better, Father to reflect you better, that our insides will start to reflect who you are, Lord. We love you and we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen. into a song all of a sudden that's <laughs> stupid nobody does that rock christian in the treetop <laughs> when the wind blows your sin will you rock <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>